Northwestern Medicine, relentless in their pursuit of better health care. Learn more at nm.org slash better. Hey, Dr. Jim Adams is with us. It's sponsored by Northwestern Medicine, relentless in their pursuit of better health care. Thanks for joining us today, Dr. Adams. I'm glad to be here. We saw the headlines over the past week saying that popular over-the-counter medicines for colds and allergies don't work. And I look at that and I'm like, well, do I believe that? Do I not believe that? What is the take on this? Yeah. So first, if you get a cold, we're all going to get a cold this season. The, The first thing to do, honestly, when you turn your heat on, make sure the air is humidified. Get a neti pot. Wash. You can wash your sinuses out with sterile water. Just get a neti pot. Wash them out, and use nasal sprays. It should go in this order: humidify the air, wash your sinuses out with a neti pot, get a nasal spray, and then go to medicines. And it, what what the news is about was phenylephrine really just doesn't work. And these are the medicines with PE phenylephrine on the labels. Just doesn't work. Not enough gets in your bloodstream to really shrink those nasal mucosa. The pseudoephedrine does, though. It's still good. It's locked up behind the counter, so you're going to have to show your ID. And when you need pills, use the pseudoephedrine, not the phenylephrine. But do those other things first, humidification, and then you put the nasal sprays. That helps really symptomatic. Apparently, people think they work because they spent $1.8 billion on them last year. But that neti pot thing, I really want to do it. It just seems so... It seems like it would be uncomfortable. Have you done it? I have. Oh, boy, when your sinuses are clogged, you're happy at the end. Just go slow, start slowly, and you you get into it. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. All right. It just always seemed kind of weird to me. Okay. (laughs) The other headline was night owls are more likely to develop diabetes than early birds. I hated to see this. Well, but it's it's really not from the sleep patterns. Don't worry about it too much. There is the long longitudinal study did show a 9% increased mortality and 19% increase in diabetes, but it really wasn't the sleep patterns. It was because they consume more alcohol, more tobacco, maybe exercise less. So it was really due to lifestyle, controllable lifestyle factors, and probably not the sleep patterns. Ah, interesting. Okay, uh, we'll talk about hypertension, uh, proper treatment for that, and a few other stories, including, you know, the the cancer that is being treated at numbers that we have never seen before and how well people are doing. But Mel has been waiting forever to ask a question about the flu season and the COVID shot. What's your question for Dr. Jim Adams, Mel? Yes, thank you both. The virus shots, I know about the flu shots. Okay, the virus shot, and I agree, if you can get them both, one arm and then the other arm for the flu shot, okay. When, when in October, you know, uh, the, the, the ideal time to take it so uh, the shot, uh, so that we're protected for the winter uh, and during the, uh, uh, flu vi- the uh, virus season, please. Yeah, so I, I, I would, do, do not worry, do not overthink it, just you can get the flu shot now. They're coming out. I would just get the flu shot. And if, and then it, if it's convenient and you're at a, and have it, you can get a COVID boost, a COVID shot. But I would start getting the flu shot now. I'd go back. And, and, and if you're um, at risk or older, there's a, there's a shot now for RSV. So COVID and RSV is coming out um, in the fall, in October. So I would 
you can make an appointment with your doctor or in the weeks ahead, just drop in any drugstore and talk to them about it. We'll come back with a few more questions for Dr. Jim Adams, Chief Medical Officer at Northwestern Medicine. First, Mary's got to check on weather and traffic. Dr. Jim Adams is with us, Chief Medical Officer at Northwestern Medicine. I was reading an article about our success rates, especially when it comes to treating children with cancer, that 70% of children with cancer now survive long-term. And among adults, death rates have fallen by one-third since 1991. They said that avoided an estimated 3.8 million deaths. So the news is good. And one of the bylines is using the immune system to fight cancer. While we have you on the phone, can you talk to us about immunotherapy and how that's made a difference in fighting cancer? Yep. So the cancer first get the screening and early detection helps. And that that was a factor in reducing the death rates. But the newest thing that's been going on and is showing great success is harnessing the person's own immune system. So there's these things called checkpoint inhibitors that helps unleash your immune system against the cancer has been used with success in melanoma and now increasingly in other cancers or CAR T therapy approved for six blood cancers, treatment of six different blood cancers. And this trains your own immune system to attack the cancer successfully. So these things supercharge your own immune system and bypass some of the blocks the cancer puts up to to um, to your own immune system. So it's really fabulous um, breakthroughs. And now on the horizon is, are even more approaches, including the mRNA vaccine that we're using for COVID, uh, trying to use that to, to essentially vaccinate against cancers. So the, this is the harnessing the immune system is proving to be powerful. And doctor, they um, came out with a report from the World Health Organization, and they talked about how many people suffer from high blood pressure, like one in three. And they said if we could effectively treat for hypertension, that 76 million deaths could be averted between 2023 and 2050. What should we be doing if we have high blood pressure? Well, first, People, even if you feel healthy, get your blood pressure checked. So even at young ages, just keep monitored because 140 over 90 is high blood pressure, but a little lower, 130 over 80 is, is even better. So number one, detect the blood and that blood pressure if it's elevated. And then second, take it seriously. And the medicines are cheap. They're easy. There's not a lot of side effects to first line blood pressure medicines. So it's they're enormously important. And Take the medicines because you don't feel the high blood pressure and people feel that they can skip it. Do not. Second, good diet, a lot of vegetables, low salt, exercise, minimizing alcohol, avoiding tobacco, all really affect the blood pressure. So the typical vegetables, low salt exercise, really very important. But it prevents strokes, prevents heart attacks, and keeps the brain healthy. The blood pressure is hugely, hugely important. Take it seriously. And manageable. All right. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Bye-bye. Dr. Jim Adams, Chief Medical Officer at Northwestern Medicine. 